Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. <clears throat> my name is Jeanette Abney. I'm losing my voice. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I am the host of Pressure Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. And many of you also know that I am a licensed marital family therapist. And being a therapist is interesting work because individuals are not only we talk about licensed LMFTs, LCSWs, which are licensed clinical social workers. We have LPCCs. We have mental health specialists. We also have life coaches. And the work that we do is very important as it relates to the lives of other individuals because many individuals deal with issues that either have to do with relationships, mental health, their personalities, a lot of different things that may be going on in their lives. Now, tonight is one of those issues that some individuals will come to a therapist or a life coach as it relates to interacting with other people. Uh-oh, I just did something. And tonight we're going to be addressing insecurities. And when we talk about insecurities, I used to hear people say, you know what, you just insecure. Or I want to build my self-confidence. I want to start engaging in more self-care. I want to be aware of how I see me. You know, I do a lot of work, like I said, with a lot of different individuals, and one of the things that we talk about is other people's opinion of you ain't none of your business. Because a lot of times we carry these beliefs and thoughts about ourselves, and it makes one kind of question, where did that come from? Because words are powerful. They're very powerful. Words can build a person, and words can also break a person down. Now, when we talk about insecurities and how this even starts, a lot of times it can start in our childhood. People don't realize when you say things to kids, I was just talking to my niece, I kind of butted in on our conversation as she was trying to talk to her son, and she was telling him some things, and I started saying some things to her. wasn't that I was trying to be rude and interfere with the conversation, but I just wanted to let her know that sometimes when we're talking to kids, we don't want to have them to strive towards perfection because that could be a setup too because nobody is perfect. But you also don't want to break them down by saying certain things and putting these words in their spirits like you're dumb, you're fat, you're this, you're that. And I was sharing with her how when I went to go see a doctor one time, and the doctor called me grossly obese, and I said, your mama. I said, I may be obese, but I ain't great. So we start talking about insecurity, and I'm going to be giving you some information in regards to the different types of insecurities. And if you want to call in on the show, if you, your teenager, someone you know, are you dating, are you married to, you are starting to kind of pick up that they are projecting their insecurities onto you or they're blaming you for things about how they feel about themselves or the way they feel about themselves, let's talk about it. I know some of you probably be going trick-or-treating and Halloween, and I don't do that because I'm not going to be begging for no candy because I don't need no candy, and I don't even buy candy to even give out. Now, we start talking about insecurities. Insecurity is defined as a feeling of inadequacy. Where did you get that from, that you are inadequate, meaning not being good enough? I tell individuals, I may not be good enough for you, but I'm good enough for me. 
And when we start talking about this not being good enough, it produces anxiety about your goals, relationships, and your ability to handle certain situations. Because sometimes it can interfere with your day-to-day life because individuals will walk around feeling as if they're just not enough. And that's not always true or the case. Now, everyone deals with insecurity from time to time. We all do. Now, I'm sitting here now, my eye is not itching, but my eye has been red for a couple of days. And even though my eye has been red, I'm like, ooh, if it be red, I'm going to give it two more days, and I'm going to go to the doctor. Because I don't trust the doctor, especially with putting something in my eye. So when we start talking about that, it can appear also with the insecurity, not only from time to time, but it can appear in all areas of their life, and it can come from a variety of different causes. Now, we got a caller calling in. Let me log on this person because I am late putting this information out, which I should have put it out earlier. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Precious Predicaments, how are you doing? Hi, Jeanette. Get that eye looked at. I am. I'm going to have to because it's red, but it's only in the spot. And I'm like, I don't know if my hair is irritating my eye. I don't know what the heck is going on, but my eye is red. And I don't want to put no eye drops in it because I saw on the news they were talking about a recall on eye drops, and I'm like, mm. But, yeah, something going on with my eye. Bad enough, my vision bad, but now my eye red. Uh-huh. So well, you better get we, down to that optometrist. <laughs> I know. That's right a serious thing. That's like stepping on the scale. You know, <laughs> my driver's license used to say, must wear corrective lenses. And I refuse to do it because it's harder for me to see with the glasses on. And I can't do contact. I can't stick nothing in my eye. I'm a scary cat. But I got to. Uh, I, I know, but the last, time I went to, cause the last time I went to renew my license, I, I, had my, I messed around and had my glasses on while I was taking the picture. And the lady said, you sure you want to have them glasses on? Because you're going to have to have them on when you, you know, if you get pulled over. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> to uh, no. Because, what happened with me was. supposed to have them, you know. Happened with me, I took the eye test and I heard them talking about me. And they said, Is she blind? And the woman said, No, I don't think so. I said, And I'm thinking, You guys trying to trick me. Now I've got numbers and letters on this eye chart. How you go? It used to either be all letters or you looking at all. They had both. And I thought I was being tricked. So when I heard them talking about me, I said, um, Excuse me, but can I go use the bathroom? And they said, sure. When I walked out, I made a song and I memorized the eye chart. So I said, well, can I go take the test again? <laughs> and they said, yeah. I walked up. I'm all big and bad, right? I'm all, I, I didn't have no insecurities about my vision because I memorized the chart, the lines, everything. I saw the song. I walked up to that line. That woman said, oh, no, not this one. I said to myself, I don't care because I memorized the other one, too. <laughs> what about that one? Memorized that one, too. So I went over there, passed that ID. They said I had twenty twenty. I couldn't see nothing. But um, they, but they still put on my DMV thing, must wear corrective lenses. So this time I thought I was slick when COVID hit and the DMV was closed and my license had expired two days before DMV closed down. So I said, you know what, I don't drive a bus no more. I don't need a passenger endorsement anymore. I'm tired of doing this DMV physical and need you to keep asking me all these questions like, do you still, do 
I want to lie or do I want to tell the truth? How am I supposed to know if I'm still if I'm asleep? You know, so I didn't want to answer them questions. So I said, you know what? I'll just go to a regular old Class C license. And that's what I did. So now this time my thing don't say what must wear corrective lenses on there anymore because they don't play fair. Yeah. They just do not play fair. So when it comes to insecurities or being insecure, what is your definition? How do you view insecurities? Insecurities, well, how do I define insecurity? Um, you're, un- you're insecure, you know. You're just not, you know, you're not, you're, un- you're weary about a situation. You're just not, you're not feeling good about a situation. You're feeling, you know, a certain kind of way. You're getting weird vibes. Mm-hmm. What if you get that making sense? about yourself? Because, see, some individuals review them as being insecure within themselves. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not. Sometimes it's like when we talk about these self-doubt and these insecurities, and I, what my question was and what I wanted to, and I, I was talking to I talked to one of my childhood person that I knew since, since middle school, posted something on Facebook, and I responded, and she was saying that I, I wanted her to join in on the show tonight about this because growing up, like I said, I've never been, I never struggled with insecurities. Even though I had a mother that was, her mouth was lethal. I didn't let that sink into who I was as a person. I didn't know what I looked like. I didn't know my, what my name was. I didn't, because, well, she, her mouth was horrible. But, oh, somebody's calling me. But the thing is, when we would talk about that, give me one second. Hey, you know what? You called me at the wrong time. I just found my phone, so it was missing an action. I'm back, and I'm letting y'all know I'm back online. All right, bye. Go hang up. I got a question. Yeah. Okay, because I'm putting you on the radio. How do you view insecurity? Because I had a question. We're talking about – my question was, and I was about to ask you, call it. Why you, why, you, why you put me on the spot like that? Because you called me. <laughs> are we on radio right now? Yes, we are. I'm alive. Oh, okay, all right. Let's go with it then. Okay, so here we go. Insecurity is a person that don't have a lot of um, – um, um, don't have a lot of love for themselves and don't respect themselves and and maybe somehow through childhood or or birth or maybe somebody um did something to them and they got a lot of insecurities that they need to work through. Okay. They need to work through. But my question was and growing up I was talking about how my mother's mouth was. Because you know Jean was ooh, her mouth was horrible. And you didn't okay, know me when I was young. Like that, because guess what? We wasn't we wasn't born in their in their time, so therefore they had to be hard to right. make sure that we understood what they had went through to make sure that we were better. Correct. But some people that can break them down, and some individuals carry a lot of childhood trauma and insecurities. Now, my question was, and I had for Mister Ed, and I won't call it to call in is. When we look at today's society and an insecure man versus an insecure woman. Now, you know with me, Roger, I didn't even like having insecure friends. If my friends was needy or feeling sorry for themselves, I couldn't handle that because my personality was different. 
But from a man's perspective, how do most how do you, and see you know I used to call you you was more like a captain saver hoe because you were playing Robin Hood you take from the pole and get to the poor but you dealt with a lot of people and you always was like helping people with a lot of different things even if they didn't feel good about themselves how do you handle that as a man dealing with insecure women or what are some of the the things that you can see and tell like you know what, this this is the problem. Okay. Pip game. It's like this. Life deals life deal you different hands and mothers give you the game from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And then you got uncles and aunts that give you the auntie. Because mm-hmm. mom and dad sometimes is not there, so you got uncles and auntie that shows you, hey, this is what you got to do. This is how you got to hustle. This is how you got to do this and that. So in saying that, it's to say this. You got to play different hands, just like the Republicans and the Democrats. <laughs> okay. You got you to gotta be able to play different hands. Hey, if the Speaker of the House says, hey, this is what we got to do in order to get this bill passed. Uh-huh. It's the same thing. It's the same thing in a relationship. Okay. Hey, I love. Wait, wait, hold on. I love this girl over here, but she don't have this money over here. I ain't got it either, but I know I can get it from this female over here that'll help me out. But however, I know I got to give it back to her, but I don't want her to. Be without. That's like speaking the house. We do things. Hey, we play government games. Even though we play government games, just like the government and the politicians play to make things work with with our daily uh-huh. lives. You just say your word. <laughs> you know, Roger, you funny because I used to watch you with some of the women that you would be around and in your mm. inner circle, and I would be like, mm. "What is How do it happen? Okay, all right, that's how you feel about it. 
And then I had to go back and um, do a recess and take a time out and all of this. Mm-hmm. But I still haven't gotten over that because I thought I'm, you know what, I still am, the, you know, mm-hmm. the man. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still the man, but at that point in time in my life, I was had it going on. I was doing this, I was doing that, and a uh, man. When she said that to me, it uh, broke me down. And you know what? And that's sometimes what happens when we talk about insecurity. And I was talking about your friend because mm-hmm. he sent me some pictures, and he put on a picture, cocky. Mr. Cocky, because I'm looking at him, I'm like, okay, which one? I know, I know what he looked like. I know what he, and he's always been overconfident and cocky, but then he never showed his insecurities. He never put it out there like that, and 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 that's the thing with men. Now, Mr. Ed, what's your take on that? If has a woman ever said something to you or? You walk around like you the SHIT or you got, and then it took one person to say something. Okay, I'm going I'm I'm to hit you right there with this one right here on uh-huh. your on your, appeal, on your podcast, and I, I hate to chime in like this. I'm going to say this. When a woman says, when you're dating a woman and you think she's your girl, 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 and then y'all going through some shit, excuse me, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, and then she hits you below the belt and she says, uh, yo, it uh-huh. ain't it. Uh-huh. Yo, it ain't it. Yo, it ain't it. It ain't living up to the standard. And then you look at her, because I had a woman at one point in my life and told me, she says, yo, whoop-de-whoop. And I looked at her and, okay, this is back, this, this back in 1980. Okay, Mr. Ed. 
talking about uh, when a, a, a woman, because when it's somebody you like and somebody that you are into say something, we take it more personal. And it seems like that's why in a relationship some of these insecurities kind of blow up because people will take that and pick at it and use that to their advantage to build, to break another person down. Mm-hmm. 
were right. And I'm the brother from another mother, and I love you guys tremendously, right, immensely, immensely. So anything you want to do, I'm going to try to keep my phone on because I was so upset that I lost my phone because I couldn't, man, I want no tea. She ain't got no way to call me. Hot man. And then I'm like, how's your name going to get in touch with me? But anyway, moving on. Stress, anxiety, loyalty, all those things are very, very important. Mm-hmm. Loyalty. Mm-hmm. Anxiety gives you anorism. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about loyalty yesterday. That was the topic. Mm-hmm. No, was the topic for yesterday? Not about the topic for last week. I forgot. We talked about something yesterday. I don't even remember. But um, but the, oh no 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 no. We talked about cheating. I believe yesterday. Cheating, cheating and adultery was just cheating in the next room. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Okay, but the thing is, we're ain't gonna move. We're, we're gonna move. We're ain't gonna move. Ain't nothing wrong with cheating. <laughs> we ain't talking about that topic. Ain't nothing wrong with cheating. Sometimes you gotta cheat because it makes your relationship grow stronger. Because if you don't cheat, then therefore she don't know or he don't know. How much she means to you. Mm. But you cheat. But it yourself. ain't good to cheat, but Okay, so we go Roger. Roger Dodger. We, we, we go Roger. We go we're gonna move right along. Talk about the insecurity. Well, okay. All right. We're gonna move right along. Now when we talk about insecurity <laughs> as a feeling of inadequacy, not being good enough, and uncertainty when you don't feel sure about something. It can produce anxiety about your goals, meaning you know, if you've got some insecurities, people talk about what they can't do. I tell people, if you say you can't do, you won't do. If you talk about, if you come up with all of these barriers and these roadblocks and I call them excuses, these things can hinder your goals and life because of these insecurities. I remember my mother used to tell me, well, you're not smart enough to do this. You can't do this. You can't do that. Mm. Don't tell me what I can't do because I will do it unless you're trying to use reverse psychology on me. Now, it can also have difficulties or impede in your relationship and your ability, like I said, to handle certain situations. Now, I'm going to ask you, Mr. Ed, because Roger was going on and on and on. What do you think triggers some people's insecurities, Mr. Ed? Because we know the name calling, putting people down. What are some other things that may trigger one's insecurity? Um, is, is Roger cool right now? Roger is on one. That's Roger. You don't know Mr. Roger. Oh. But what are some things that you see that may trigger one's insecurity? I just, you know, I just wanted to know because, you know, he, he be kind of like, you know. <laughs> Do you want me to jump in? I'm not asking the question. I'll tell you what it is. Okay, Roger. What triggers his money? What'd you say, Roger? Can I go there? Yes, you can go there. What triggers some people's insecurities? Money. Money? You think money triggers insecurities? Lack of, lack of education. Okay, that's good. Money, lack of education. Mm-hmm. And um, friendship lets you down. Mm-hmm. You know what? One, uh, one is huge, Roger. It's a lack of self-esteem. A lot of individuals lack self-esteem. Because they don't feel good about themselves, and you know, and one of the questions is, is it bad to be insecure? It's not really no, a bad it's thing. Not bad. It's not bad to be insecure, but God dang it, I mean, God dog. But if you ain't think you said something to me one day, man, I ain't going to tell you no lie. Uh, 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 uh. Mm, what's the name of that place? This 
Well, first, I just wanted to respond to the comment. Oh, yeah, you, you saw me to be beautiful yeah. nose, even though. So the person that I just called me to say you, <laughs> I just wanted to say you do have a beautiful nose. <laughs> Better to smell you with. <laughs> anyway, as far as insecurities go, insecurities is something that people acquire throughout the growth of their lives. Mm-hmm. Some let it show. Some don't let it show, but all of us have certain insecurities. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how we express them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some people have an insecurity because other people have led them to, to believe that it's an mm-hmm. insecurity. Like a child being told that he was ugly or he, he smelled or. Mm-hmm. That would create an insecurity within a child that would carry that child to the adulthood. But mm-hmm. once they grow up and, and really realize that it, it wasn't something that they should feel bad about or feel insecure about, it's something that they should just do something about, it's Correct. no longer an insecurity. It's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the thing is, Jerome, when you get to... <laughs> a learning curve, you know, I was looking at a Facebook thing, and I told Tisha to show it to Ryder, and Ryder was thinking up my office, and I was like, ooh, you know, <laughs> and Tisha was like, I told you, you spent a lot of time with him, and and the thing is, we got to be mindful for what we what we say, because sometimes there are people out there that will try to, uh, what they call them dream killers, or break you down, or say these things, and you know, and my nose is like my mama, so I, I, I just could never get rid of the nose, so that wasn't thing that would bother me. So it was just funny that when you said it, I was like, and that's why when I sent you that picture. Well, I wasn't the initial one who said it, so I was just repeating. But it's been broadcast like I initiated. Nope, nope, I ain't going to take all that. Okay, so you ain't going to go for that? No. Nope. Okay, but that's, uh-uh. I, I accepted your apology because uh, oh, I'm not saying I'm all that, but I know that I'm not that. <laughs> so that's the thing. Okay, Mr. Ed, what do you want to say in regards to, like I said, one of the things is with women. One of the things that I know with men is a max man. What is one of the top or what some of the insecurities that some men deal with? Um, as far as I can tell, um, as far as insecurities go, there's different types, as you was mentioning earlier. Uh, you mm-hmm. got the kind that uh, one of the gentlemen had said about, uh, you know, how they are things that have lingered throughout their life, you built up over time because of how they grew up or circumstances or whatever. And then mm-hmm. you have those that are just um, based on the current situation. A person mm-hmm. can be in a relationship that can mm-hmm. make him feel insecure because of how the flavor of the relationship is going. Okay, mm-hmm. For instance, you get, you get into a happy relationship, everything is fine and dandy, and then after after a while, you know, after the honeymoon and kind of died down, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, you know, the woman starts, you know, acting different. You know, she starts, you know, she starts doing things that she didn't do before. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, in the, in the in the beginning, she treated she like used the best thing since sliced bread. 
Now, almost everything you do is something wrong with it. There's always complaining or criticizing, you know? And then she's, you know, and, and you notice that she dresses up real, real nice to go out places that she didn't do like that before. You know, you should be she throwing some jeans and a T-shirt, you know, but now she gets all spiffy and high heels and smelling good to go to the store, you know. And you're like, wait, so you start noticing these little things. So that, that, that kind of stuff right there can make you a little insecure, but you start to wonder, like, wait a minute, you know. And then if you do happen to see something that's a little weird or you hear her on the phone talking to some guy or you see something on the phone or something, and you ask her about it, and she gets to making it seem like you're just being, you know, ridiculous, and you know, you can't help but feel a little weird or insecure at that point. Okay, so I'm talking about somebody like like you're, like you're married. I'm not talking about somebody you're dating. I'm talking about somebody you're married. To. Do you address it with the person and say, hey, you know what? I'm noticing that you didn't change. You went instead of just your grandmama draws, you got on some thongs. Or I'm noticing <laughs> that somebody are you. So you can have a conversation about that because they may be trying to impress you, but you may be missing it. Um, so, I doubt that. If they're getting dressed up, putting on thongs to leave, <laughs> how that impresses me? <laughs> Tell me that. They may want you to notice it. They may want you to pay attention. She's laying up in the house with her feet all dirty and, you know, all funky and stuff, hair all messy. But when she goes to the store, she throws on thongs and smells all good to, to impress me as she's leaving. She's <laughs> said feet all dirty. Oh, God. Okay, I must, yeah. I must, I must, I must hey, really hey, be missing something. Hey, bro, that's a feet, though. Yeah, Roger. What you got to say, that's, Roger? That's a, that's a, man, team game. What was the original question? He was talking about, I was asking about some of the insecurities that men normally deal with, and he started talking about how a woman can kind of switch up on him. And sometimes women would do that to play head games. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, I got it. You know, insecurity from a man. Mm -hmm. Insecurity with a man comes from economic money. But if you ain't got no finance, a, a woman really ain't going to deal with you unless you got the mind right or you trying to get your stuff together. She ain't really going to play with you. And if you ain't got your money together, she, she ain't got her money together either. So she's looking for a helpmate. Second of all, if you are not in, in sync with that woman, and that woman's not in sync with you, it's going to cause friction. Yeah. And if that woman is in sync with you and you're not doing the thing that you need to do to try to make that thing work, it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm-hmm. go ahead. You know what, Roger? I want to say this. Some You got gold diggers out there. You got people that are trying to get gold over. Digger. And, and you don't even have to even be about money because... Most women won't, I mean, you know, they used to say no romance without no finances. I get all of that. But if you are having a hard together. time and you, you ain't never needed a man to help you with anything, so let's, let's, let's keep that real clear. You, you ain't, ain't never needed a right. man to help you with anything. So let's just be real clear with that. So you're on a whole different level than other women. So let's keep it moving. Let's make that real clear on the broadcast. Now, moving on. Oh, Roger. Roger, yes. you, you're not yes. being fair. You're not being fair. I am being fair because it's the broadcast. We've been, we've been 100. You ain't never need nobody for you 
to do what you need to do. You handle your own. So let's keep it 100 on the broadcast. Why right, you? Because I had no choice. I had no freaking choice. It ain't like I just said. You got a mama. You got two sisters. You I get that. You got outside brothers. You got outside brothers that love you. <laughs> I get that. I get that. But you know what, Roger? So you could. Like so you could. So you had a whole different brain set. <laughs> okay. Okay, Roger, Roger. All well, right. So keep it 100. I don't want. Want, be real. Let's I be understand real. that, but I don't want individuals to think that it's all about just money. Because, see, if you are a team player, and you working together. And wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Next. It's all about the money. Ask Donald Trump. Ask the Republicans. Ask, <laughs> ask your mama. Ask me. You if I ain't got no so motherfucking much. money, I can't hang out with y'all. But Roger, I get left at Roger, home. I get left at Roger, home. Roger, Roger, that wasn't always the truth. I wouldn't I leave you at well, home. Well, anyway. Did anyway. I ever leave, Roger? Did I ever well, leave well, you at home? Talk, yeah. Yeah, we're right. You had my back every night. You had my back because you had to have my back because, anyway, moving on. And I, I you know, never left you at home because you said you didn't have no money. You know I ain't never did that. Okay, moving forward. All right, we did that. But money <laughs> money plays a real part in everybody's life. It can, but you don't even know if you have enough. That's the thing with the money You ain't part. never going to have enough. Thank Oprah. you. Thank you. Oprah said it ain't a never enough. Right now, if you call Oprah, she'll say, I ain't got enough. Call Oprah right now. I ain't got enough. Call Tyler Perry. He's going to say, I ain't got enough. Call Jeanette. Call I ain't got enough. Because she got a team of people that she got to take care of, as well as myself. But she never want to run out. Here's the thing, though, Roger. When we look okay, at it from that perspective. Go that voice. Go that voice. Oh, leave me alone. When we I know money can't buy a piece of mine. You money will that's true. And the thing is this and peace. The thing is this, we don't want it to just be and, and for some individuals money is an insecurity because they want to give but they don't have it. There's a difference in I don't have it versus I'm not trying to get it. Or someone and you busting your butt and they like sitting there waiting on you with a hand. That's a different scenario, Roger. A different scenario. Cause you know, back in the day, we was we we we. I didn't always have it like I have it now. You always had it. <laughs> <laughs> Who did I always call you? Don't get it twisted. Okay, Roger. Even when you was in school, even in the red van. All right, moving on. I love you too. What you say? Who they gonna call, Jeanette? You know what? Never <laughs> Jeanette is tired Jeanette never had to I say. I called Jeanette. You know, I called you that. I know who to call. Don't get twisted. But anyway, move it on. And I love you. <laughs> I and this is thirty too. years late. And this is thirty years later. We still cool. You right? You absolutely. Even when right. you was, on, I didn't even know what a deposition was, and you was on the bus. <laughs> come on, Roger. I need you to come suit up. I knew who to call. I knew who to take where I needed to take them to. Who had my back? So I needed okay. you to throw on your suit, and, and we were gonna go in there, and we were gonna handle this business. Even though I knew, even though I walked thirty miles, you were still on the team. <laughs> you were still on the team. <laughs> anyway, man, I love you. I love you. You my therapist, cause you know what? Hey, let's keep this motherfucking broadcast real real. Jeanette is a Jeanette is a therapist. She's a psychologist. She she goes all out. I got mental illness, and Jeanette helped me through my. Fight through my shit. Because if it wasn't for Jeanette, um, she diagnosed me 
dot whatever the word is, however you want to speak on it. Um, I ain't rap type. I'm an ex-Marine, and I got problems. Her and her sister picked me up off the streets and made me part of their family. Yeah, and I'm going to speak on it. I'm going to speak on it. I love her mother. I love her two other sisters. And I'll be damned. I still wouldn't be that dude if I wasn't checking in with Jeanette Abney. Because she's a, 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 a therapist, family counselor. She checked in with me. And I ain't right. And I'll probably never be right because he diagnosed me. And uh, her family took me in. Yes, we did. And um, <laughs> this is on the broadcast. And this is real talk. And this is personal. And whenever and you call her, me, I'll be right family. there. <laughs> and I ain't got to tell y'all all this. But this girl right here, this girl right here is the truth. And that's all I got to say about that. Okay. She means everything. Jeanette. You everything. Okay, Roger. It's true. Roger, Roger, I'm going to say this, Roger. I wasn't even supposed to go that hard. You wasn't, because you were just calling me to tell me your phone was back on. But you know what the thing is, Roger? I've always been consistent, and a lot of people don't understand me, and I get it. It took me a while to get it, but I get it. And they don't. people don't understand that I've always had men around me that I would have talks with that will pour into me because you guys invested in me to help me be that woman that I became. And I appreciate you for that, too, because you've always had my back no matter what. Even if it took you an hour to get here because you had to walk, you was coming. <laughs> hey, man, you always going to be my sister from, a, you know, from, from Jean, Coke 45, baby. <laughs> You go come no matter what. Roger coming. <laughs> okay, so when we talk about these insecurities, and I want to talk about some information, talk about dating advice. And um, dating insecure men and the top ten of the most common insecurities, he lies to you or exaggerates the truth. Now, Roger, you know I've been on you about that too. But that's one of the problems. Roger coming. <laughs> okay, so when we talk about these insecurities, Okay, I can't. I hear somebody, but I don't. Okay, what? Talk about the insecurities. What did somebody just say? Uh, that was probably you because I was just now logging on to Facebook Live. Oh,
accommodate you the way that you want to be accommodated because he's working hard for the better the better good. Mm-hmm. Let me say the better good. And you're not looking at the better good. You're looking at like, I need this like, like right now. But I can't get this right now, so I got uh, Peter <laughs> over here. Lapita, she's like, you can do this for me right now. But then Lapita is going to mess up the whole household because uh, 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 Jeanette, she's been grinding for 40 fucking years to get this master's degree. And I've been thinking that this dude's going to hold me down. And then he just like, dude, really? You let Lapita come in here or Ashley come up in here and... Up, and he's trying to cover it up, 
And if he bumps his chest like motherfucking Jerome, yo, he think he, he motherfucking handle the shit, and then she motherfucking gonna be all right with. That's all that shit is. This is, this is what it says. It says usually confident men don't feel the need to prove themselves to anyone, but a sign of an insecure man is a fragile ego. If the situation arises or make them feel less macho, their ability to pick a fight, you might find him arguing a lot. If your man is too quick to feel offended, then that's a sign of insecurity. Okay, okay. I'm going to hit you with Can I hit you with one on your podcast, Ms. Um, Jeanette? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to hit you with a political one. The political one is a really good one. President Donald Ex-President Trump. Wait, 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 hold on. Ex-President Trump is a bad motherfucker. Bad motherfucker means he got money to fight. A lot of us, a lot of us who are not able to fight don't have that kind of money, so we take a deal. Correct. Donald Trump got money, so he ain't taking no deal. That's why they're trying to give him the money. So, therefore, he's not a weak man. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on him not being a weak man, because I don't view him as being that bright, but... No, no, he, he ain't him. right. I mean, you view him and however you want to view him, he but however, him. he got the money to fight. Mm-hmm. And a lot of black people don't have that kind of money to fight the fight that Donald Trump has. And so mm-hmm. you got to be, uh, uh, you got to command him to fight the fight. A lot of black he, people didn't uh, do a lot of the crimes that he committed either. Right.
tries to flatter you, can be a sign of one's insecurity. It's a false sense of security by trying to flatter you. Y'all not helping me with this. Oh, now I need to get it going. I, 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 I never heard of a man can just be into a woman and want to flatter her. How would that illustrate a false sense of security? I don't make okay, no sense. Okay, here it is. A subdued sign, he treats you like a princess and says sweet things like he considers himself lucky to have you as a girlfriend, like you are so far out of his league. He brings you expensive gifts. After a while, you realize his feelings are overwhelming, and he is pushy, and he starts to rush things. He's scared of losing you. It is a red flag when his sweet nature feels overbearing or possessive. See, so sometimes when they bring you all these gifts and flattering you, it ain't because they want to be with you all the time. Sometimes they'll start it, and they stop, and they cut it off. That's the flattery part. (laughs) So who are you talking well, about? This, this, who are you talking about? The just, man just or the woman? Just based on experience, I'm gonna just say this. Just based on experience, I had a a, a a thing one day. Okay, I don't normally do things for my woman, right? The one day I brought her a gift, and her thing was, "What the hell did you do?" I'm like, "Shit, I just was trying to be nice for the day. Why? Why did I have to do something behind the gift?" It didn't make no sense, but it did make if, sense. If, if, because if it's out of character, we know that most men will bring you flowers when they screw up or bring you candy when they screw You know, and because it's not their norm. It's not their norm. So if it's consistent, then you know. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's give or take. It's, it's give or take. So these are just some of the things, and it says, like, another sign of an insecure person is they become jealous easily. They're constantly being critical of you. He is controlling and has trust issues. Then you know that that could be part of the, their insecurity is they don't trust people. Or they could have had experience from a bad breakup or bad. They could be carrying some of those traits. He plays games with you. Or he just agrees with everything about you. Mm-mm. You know, I, I'm going to say this, and I don't want to take a lot of time on this one. You know, that was the one thing Roger used to drive me crazy about Jimmy. My mother would be sitting there talking about Jimmy like a dog. Jimmy be agreeing with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, Miss G. I'd be like, do you not know she's talking about you? Do she? Do you not? <laughs> I did not like the way my And, Roger, you know from knowing me, I have not ever, as you know, I've never mistreated nobody like that. And one of the reasons being is because I did not like how my mama talked to people. That just was not cool. I used to be like, somebody go punch her in the mouth. Because <laughs> the stuff she would say would just be cruel. Straight cruel. Because she's a fucking, she's a fucking boss. And she was in control of her and she know how she motherfucking know how to handle her business. And she know who the fuck she was dealing with. So moving on. And okay. I got to speak up on that. All right. 45. So, and you know what? And this going to take us way over the time because ain't nobody else going to be calling in. So, hey, question. Is that Big Roger or Little Roger? That's Little Roger. Big Roger is dead. I'm Little Roger. Oh, yeah, Big Roger. Big Roger passed away years ago. That's Little Roger. Oh, okay. So now he's the only Roger. I'm both of us. 
He both of them now. He only, he only rides your left. I'm in, I'm in effect or whatever the word is. And then you put the people, the people that you that's doing good, 
embrace you and they want you to do good too. That's how you set the game up. Yeah, you build your self confidence because well, I'm, I'm gonna say this as far as confidence, as far as self confidence goes, a, a, a lot of us, a lot of us black people. I say as far as confidence goes. And I'm speaking on the black people. A lot of us black people, we've been raised in all different forms, styles. We've been tossed around the world. Our ancestors. We come from of. We 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 like much. So we some of us walk around with that much, and, and then when we see the other people, like people of your like your standards, Jeanette, for example. I hear Roger talk. He don't know. I've been knowing you since you've been 13 years old. I've been around you for quite a while on time, too. So I know some things about you that other people don't know. I know you're a good person. I know you got a good character. I know you got a good heart. I know you're strong. I know all these things about you. But when other people like myself come around you and I know I know how, how I know who I am. And that's one of my insecurities because I know me. And just being around somebody that's better than me builds up my insecurity to make me feel like I'm worthy hey, wait, wait, also. Wait, wait, I got somebody I got something to chime in on it. Ain't nobody better than you. You you just as good as everybody yeah, else. Okay, but, that, but, that but that's the insecurity, bro. That's the insecurity. And when I say better, no, ain't nobody better because we all, we all made of the same substance. So ain't nobody better than the, than the next. But a lot of people carry this. A lot of people carry, a lot of people carry the trait in their brain to where they think they don't measure up. So they do extra things. They do extra things outside the box just to fit in. Okay, and with that fit, they after they fit for so long, they they automatically become a part of the puzzle, mm-hmm. which that insecurity eventually goes away. That person don't start. That person don't look it, down on themselves like they used to away. in certain areas. That they, it should go away, but sometimes it, it, it's like. With Roger knowing me the way Roger know me, because Roger knows me very well. <laughs> but not like that. Years. I don't know her like that, though. Not like that. I don't like know her like that. No. This is my partner. This is my big sister. We, so, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. But see, but this but we, is... We good. We good. But here's the deal, though, Roger. I just want everybody to know. It's my girl. Here's the thing, though, Roger. A lot yes, of men that I've dated never understood the men that were my friends, and how I maintained that friendship. Well, you did that with a balance because you had friends that was always, like, looking, like, looking, like, why you messing with her? Who who is you? Don't get messed up. You would go over the cliff. (laughs) But we got her. We got her. She got us because you always had us. You always had us. Your sister had us. And, um, but a lot of times okay. people don't understand that, and that can bring insecurity into a relationship because most women sneak, lie, cheat, do. You 
know I ain't never been like but that. Right? Gang, but Pete Gang, it was like this. We, we said it from the get-go. This is what it is, and you don't, if you say it from the get-go, this, this is my brother, this is my friend, this is what it is. I ain't trying to do this with him. Hey, you can have him, girl. I love him as a but you bet not you bet not hurt him. <laughs> but when you put those rules down and set the guidelines down, hey, hey, this is who I am, this is what I am to him, this is what we do, this is how we get down, we barbecue, we do this, we cook, we clean, we do this, he will clean up an omelet, yada yada yada. But you bet not hurt him. He will walk he will walk to get to you.
I like compatibility, growth, where we can talk to, not talk at. I tell an individual, it ain't about you being in love and you love me. It's respect. I respect you. You respect me. And where are we going with this? I look at character traits. Who are would you get married again? Yes, I would. Okay, I got somebody I would like to introduce you to. You know what I do? I ain't never be. You ain't introduced me to nobody. You always be trying to do that with me. That don't work with me. <laughs> hey, but I can't do it. You know why? Why? You got you got a man already. Okay, right Okay. You know, and I ain't even going to call no names, but okay. on our way. But you got a man. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know that, right? Me, you asked me a question, you know Roger. About, right? You asked me a question. I you gave know you, you got a man, right? I hear you, Roger. You asked me a question. You heard me, right? But I you got a man, you, right? You asked me a question. I gave you an answer. And you know you've you know been around. You know the man I'm talking about. I, Roger, I know you very well, Roger. Okay. <laughs> so when we talking about these I love you too. I love you too. But and you, that was a good answer. Okay. So I you, know the answer to the question. Okay. Here we guess. go. You asked me a question about older men and younger women. The same is true mm. with older women and younger men too, because sometimes insecurities within that relationship can pop in. So I'm gonna pose mm. that question to Mr. Ed. Mr. E, what is your take on older men and younger women or older women and younger men? Because sometimes it can be issues in a relationship, and sometimes they may be able to be happy. Who knows? What's your take well, on that, when Mr. Man, when the man is in his early 20s, then the older woman, you know, is okay because, you know, she gets to school with him. But when um, the man gets past 40, then it's got to be the other way around. So... You know, because you know, what's a what's a forty year old man gonna do with an eighty year old woman? You know what I mean? Hey, but you know what I'm saying? As far as a year old man and a twenty five year old woman, that that'll work too, depending yeah, on love. like you said earlier about the maturity. Hey, right, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Okay, but sometimes these insecurities kick in because social media can cause a problem where we're looking at people talking about cougars or the woman on there talking about you call your mama and tell her you ain't coming home, you know, because the woman is afraid of being alone or the the woman is afraid that some other young woman go take her young man or then you got some people that is confident in who they are. Or well, first of all, when you're dealing with somebody that's a, of, a, of a different age bracket, you know, that's one of the things that's, that comes with the territory. I mean, if a 50-year-old woman is dating a 22-year-old man, she got to be expecting that there's going to be some 22-year-old girls that's, that's going to get his eye from time to time. And so she's going to have to expect that, okay? Same thing with a 22-year-old yeah, woman and a 50-year-old man. You know, you got to expect somebody else to get their eye. You know, that's why, you know, you got to be – that, that, that goes with the territory. So, you know, there's no reason being insecure, <laughs> you know, because you already know what you're going into. Well, but the thing is this, too, it depends on the man, because that man may not be interested in younger women, and that's just like a man dating women that are heavy or thin or whatever the case may be. He likes what he likes. So sometimes individuals will struggle with that because it doesn't mean it's always going to be a problem. But if the two could talk, oh, I'd love to sit up there and laugh and talk with my mate, and we sit up there, if our relationship and our bond is that tight, 
we ain't going to let nobody get in the middle of it. I'm not going to be worried about Susie down the street or Miss Parker around the corner or he ain't got to worry about the mailman because he knows he can trust me. See, that's, well, that's what I just the- said. I mean, a person, a sh- you have no reason to be insecure. If you're with somebody and you know there's a big age gap between you, you know, then that's something that you gotta you got to come into understanding what's going on, what you're walking into. And if you got to be so insecure, I know I'm 50 and she's 22, so I don't know, you know, you something all you you checking her phones and following her around and all that. That's insecurity big time. I mean, so if you got to be insecure, maybe you should at the second guess doing that relationship. See, I mean, you, you, it could be the same thing. It could be the same thing if you're the exact same age. You can both be 40 and have the exact same insecurities. Correct. See? All right. So, um, you know, it's all about the individuals when it comes to that. Well, what's your take on I'm that? Out, man. I'm out, man. Okay. I'm out. Thank you for calling, Ryson. Okay, Jamal, what's your take mm-hmm. on that? We talk about insecurities. Myself, I, I think it's a shaky situation. And, but then it also depends on the age gap. Mm-hmm. I mean, two or three years, okay. But a 12-year gap, no, nah, that's kind of shaky. It's shaky because, for, for one, an older man dealing with a younger woman in today's age mm-hmm. would make it a shaky situation because of how the women of today's age, the younger generation, is being raised. Mm-hmm. You know, all they want to do is shake their ass and party. So how would an older man deal with someone of that attitude? I mean, that would be a shaky situation. That would create uh, um, insecurity because the, all she is at the club every night. Mm-hmm. So how would a person? But then it depends on the two individuals also. I mean, mm-hmm. if they got, if they see eye to eye and they on the same plane, if they, um, what they say in the Bible, if they yoke, if they yoke the same yeah. capacity, then, I mean, it's, it, it all depends on two people, really. Well, that's what I said earlier. But, but me, myself, personally, I, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I, I tried it before in my younger age, and it didn't turn out too well, so I wouldn't suggest it in my old age because I see how the world is. And mm-hmm. I don't think it would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. It depends. Like I said, I everybody is. I, I think it depends on the individuals. I also I think it, believes it depends on the circumstances. Um, you know, like, you know, some older guys can, you know, can work with younger women and vice versa, depending on the circumstances and the individuals involved. You know, so it just depends. You know, I mean, as far as all women, you know, that are in, all women in their 20s are not Taco Tuesday chicks, you know. Right, right, <laughs> right, of, right. There's a whole lot of home that are in their 20s, you know. Right. And same thing, with, you, got, you got guys in their 50s and 60s that, that are clubbers, you know. Okay. So, and okay. same thing with women. So, right. you know, so it, it depends on the individuals and how they click. Right, well, right, right. Up on this topic because that is a whole other topic in regards to dating, and I mean, hey, maturity don't come with age. That's how I look at it. Now and I was wondering what you was doing, but you you was trying to go into another hour with a whole other topic. <laughs> I know, I know. That's because Roger is calling me, and I put him on the show. Okay, well, thank you for joining me here at Precious Ridiculous Blog Talk Radio. Again, I didn't get a chance to share some of the information I wanted to share about insecurity.
and signs of insecurities and what to do to build your self-confidence. We need to talk about that because there's a lot of individuals that are carrying a lot of trauma, a lot of insecurities, a lot of things that may be hindering or impeding them from growing in healthy relationships with others. And the relationship first got to start with you. Your self-esteem and how you feel about yourself is very important. It doesn't matter what nobody else thinks or say about you. It's how you feel about yourself is important. And if there's some things you want to work on, work on it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's between you and your Jesus. So, again, Mr. Ed, thank you. Jerome, thank you for joining me. I wish I would have had a female perspective, but I didn't. But until next week, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. But thank you for joining me here at Friendship Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. You guys have a good day. Bye-bye. 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 Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.